Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay. I'm Alex. And uh, there's a reason we're dressed like this today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. Yes. I'm seeing the world through uh, green colored lenses today. Yeah, these, these glasses <clears throat> make everything look green. I, I see only green today. I don't think the glasses are going to last the whole yeah. show, but... We'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. So it is a special episode. We do mm. have a special guest today. Um, joining us, actually making a return, is mm. Ty. Quick camera on Ty. Hi, Ty. Hey, everybody. Thanks so so we're, yeah, we're going to be talking to Ty very soon in detail. Mm. Um, and we're going to be talking about the current state of cannabis in Thailand. Uh, mm. Not only does Ty have his own medical dispensaries, he also has his own growing fields. Wow. Where he grows cannabis. He also sells equipment for you to be able to grow cannabis. Whoa. And he's just a young entrepreneur taking yeah, on the city. A lot a, of green today. He's a huh? pioneer. Yeah. He's a pioneer. <laughs> All right. All right uh, before, before we start having a, a deeper chat with Ty, we're just going to round off some of the top headlines in Thailand. Now, for a full list of news stories, you can visit the website. But one of the top dominating stories today mm -hmm. is regarding a radioactive cylinder. Ooh. Now, this was being dominated not just in Thai media, but international media, CNN, BBC. Everyone's been talking mm -hmm. about it. So what's this all about, Alex? Right. So, uh, yeah, even more green, radioactive. We're all glowing. Anyways, yeah, a power plant in Thailand has upped its reward for a missing radioactive cylinder to 100,000 bots. Okay. Not a pretty little payday, right? So uh, it was uh, a power plant in Prachanburi province uh, that uh, uh, misplaced or lost a radioactive cylinder containing cesium-137. Now, the, the reward was originally 50,000 baht, but it has been increased to 100,000 baht. As the Office of Atoms for Peace have checked CCTV and scoured secondhand shops without finding any evidence of who might have taken this thing. Oh, no. So, the cylinder was noticed uh, missing last Friday, uh, and it is believed to have been taken from the plant uh, earlier than that. February 23rd is what they think. So, uh, if you see it, <laughs> right? if you see this small little thing, it's like a, a, a five inches diameter. It's eight inches long. It's yeah. small. Yeah. But if you see it, get away from it. <laughs> it is yeah. highly radioactive. Um, uh, contact your local officials and, uh, yeah. Collect that reward, baby. I can just imagine like a bunch of calls coming into people for any type of cylinder that that could be it. <laughs> like that's an old Coke yeah. can. Sorry, sir. Because that's the thing. Like, how, if you really do think that it's radioactive, they're gonna come in like suits and everything. <laughs> you can, like whole hazmat thing, right? Yeah. Funny. Well. Um, um, yeah. Keep an eye out. Yeah. You might get a nice payday. Yeah. It it is also dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. So treat it with a little bit of a. Uh, uh, sense of danger yeah, don't respect. go looking out for it hundred thousand is enough to make people go looking out that's for it. true yeah. i don't know if this is good or bad but we're going to keep you up to date with uh, all the latest information mm -hmm. i think this has been missing since february yeah it, that they said it right? was it has been yeah. missing since february but was it wasn't noticed missing okay. until uh after that though so i think whoever stole it must have probably not known what they were stealing mm -hmm. maybe they did it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. We'll have updates. We'll have updates. <laughs> now, our second story is regarding the TAT. The Tourism Authority of Thailand has been doing a really good job trying to promote Thailand all across the globe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've been in ITB Berlin. They went to Scandinavia. They went to China. Mm -hmm. I think they went to Sweden. Well, yep. Sweden and Scandinavia. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, one person that they don't, uh, one country in general that they don't want to forget is China. China. That's right. Uh, yeah. Because they've been welcoming uh, Chinese flights and tour groups 
back to Phuket and Panga. The tour groups are back. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And it's, you know, it's a return to normalcy. Yeah. So let's talk about this in a little bit. So they've uh, the TAT has welcomed some inaugural flights uh, from regional airports in China to destinations like Phuket. So uh, the, the inaugural flight from Guiyang to Phuket uh, left on Tuesday and carried 172 Chinese tourists, which is a sign that the TAT is well on their way to uh, reestablishing the millions of Chinese tourists that are usually coming to Thailand every year. Yeah. So this comes in the wake of China uh, loosening their restrictions on travel. Um, it wasn't just a fear of uh, uh, the Chinese were not allowed to travel. It's also about coming back into China because uh, they used to have to quarantine for a while. Oh, no. But those restrictions yeah. have been lifted, which makes it easier for people to take the time off of work in China and to be able to come back, not have to take time off for the quarantine. So this is encouraging for many, many Chinese tourists to get back on the plane and get back down here to Thailand and spend some of that money. Yes. So, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. We're returning to health. Returning to health. Mm -hmm. Are the tour companies or the tours in general something to be happy about? Or is that something, as a local or as an ex ex expat, you should be like, uh-oh. Well, you know, the Chinese tour groups, you see them with their flags, and there's yeah. like 40 of them at a time. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the times they, uh, it's, it, I think of them like as like a cartoon, like, vial, like uh, fight, like a cloud, dust cloud mm -hmm. passing through. Yeah. There's a lot of chaos in the wake there of is. Chinese tourists, but at the same time, they spend a lot of money. Mm. And they're creating jobs, and they're they're increasing the demand for all the things that Thailand is trying to sell. So, good story overall, I'd say. Good story overall. Mm -hmm. All right, the last update before we take a break is regarding the story with the police officer. Mm -hmm. you remember that story? There's been so. actually, there was an update right after we updated yesterday. Yeah, I feel like I need, should get a little more yeah. serious for this one. I'm going to take my hat off we'll and show some respect. We misreported yesterday. Um, we well, we didn't misreport. It's just right. that at that point, it hadn't been updated yet. That's true, too. Yeah. So information was a little uh, uh, stale and out of date. We reported that uh, this police officer who had been firing uh, bullets off, firing guns off yeah. for about a day, um, uh, we thought that the police, the SWAT team had entered and uh, secured him yeah. and detained, detained him, him. was the news, yeah. Unfortunately, that is not what happened. What happened was... Uh, they entered, he, the, the man tried to fire, and uh, they shot back. Yeah. So the man was unfortunately killed yes. uh, as, as a result of this incident. I believe they did take him to the hospital. Unfortunately, he didn't make it they there. They did, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, they, it was a long time. Like I said, I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I think in most countries, that, that happens. Yeah. Um, so the, the shocking part of the story to me was that it, that it was without incident. Unfortunately, that was not the case. Yes. So sorry about that, guys. Mm -mm. All right. And those were the updates and top headlines around Thailand today. Now we're gonna take. <coughs> excuse me. We're gonna take a quick break so I can get some water. <laughs> and once we come back, we're gonna be talking about everything you need to know and updates with Thai. Mm. And cannabis in Thailand. Ah, but it's going to be a fun baby. one. And we're going to take some live Q&A. So if you do have any questions, keep throwing them uh, away. And uh, we will get to it. So uh, we'll be back right after this. And join the fun at Carnival Magic, the world's first Thai carnival theme park. Don't miss the opportunity to experience the enchantment of the magical wonders at the one, the only, Carnival Magic Phuket. And welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand, and everything is green again. Mm -hmm. Everything is green again. And my hair's on. messed up, but it's okay. Oh, I got it on backwards. Oh, no. No, it was right. Figure I, the hat out, man. 
Happy St. Patty's Day again, yes. everyone. This show, by the way, is brought to you by Carnival Magic. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a carnival fantasy. Great way to spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, it's St. Patrick's Day all around the world, not just in Thailand, by the mm-hmm. way. And it's in particular, it's not a very big holiday in Thailand. Mm-hmm. But uh, as an American... Um, so yeah, it's, you want it to represent. Well, so okay, right? Like Ireland is about six, seven million people, something like that. Yeah. But the Irish diaspora is about a hundred million people. So actually, St. Patty's Day is the most celebrated national holiday in the world, apart from Christmas. No, that's not a national holiday. That's oh. a religious one. All right. Right. So I guess St. Patrick's Day has some history there too. All right. Well, I don't know where that statistic came from, but it is very popular around the world, including here in Bangkok. Uh, and rarely does it fall on a Friday. Okay, it's always true. March 17th, so this is one of the rare drinking holidays where it's actually yeah. falling on a convenient day. Yeah. And you can drink anything, fruit juice, that's also okay. Uh, yes. Or a nice cold beverage. I didn't say what we were drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, introducing once again uh, the return of Ty. Ty, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, thanks for having me again. Thanks, man. Thanks for being so patient and just watching us in red and green clothes. Like fools of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what we do. Mm-hmm. The state of cannabis in Thailand 2023. How you been, man? Like, it's been almost a year since we last met. So for those of you who are unaware of who Thai is, um, when we started the podcast channel, Thai was actually, I think, the second or third guest. Mm. And this was when... Um, Cannabis started to freely be open in Thailand. Mm-hmm. You know, dispensaries were just starting to pop up. But Thai was already a pioneer in the field. You know, he had already started with medical cannabis a couple of years before Thailand actually opened up uh, for recreational use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so how's it been for you? It's been really good, Jay. Yeah. Um, you know, the economy, I mean, the market has been growing substantially. Um, there's businesses being started left and right. And yeah. Uh, I can't complain, to be honest. <laughs> can't complain. Been, everything's been great. All right. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot of people building, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of jobs being created. Um, yeah, overall. It's, mm-hmm. so you've got your own farm, so you've increased the amount of farms you have as well. Uh, yes. So at the moment, um, there's uh, farms in Phuket, Bangkok, Ganshanaburi, and Chiang Mai that we work with primarily. Wow. Um, yeah, the ones in, in Bangkok is pretty much being finished up now. Okay. Uh, probably shouldn't be longer than a couple weeks. Cool. And do you, um, do, yeah. do you find that people have approached you to buy more buds from you or more plants? Um, so, I mean, w- uh, there is quite a few people approaching to purchase in wholesale. We do wholesale as well now. Uh, not only for the uh, clones. Last time it was just pretty much the clones, mm-hmm. um, but for seeds and uh, equipment as well. And yeah, now also flour. Um, so um, we actually supply to a lot of dispensaries, not just around Bangkok, but yeah, that's what he was telling more. me. Uh, I, so I was learning a bit about your operation uh, before the show, and it sounds like you got it's like a whole vertical supply chain you got going on, where you're controlling from the farm all the way down to selling to the customer. That's right. Yeah. So I guess that was the plan all along. It was mm. basically yeah. So just slowly rolling out the the vision, you know, the grand project. Yeah. Basically, um, but yeah, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a grind. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fulfilling, though, I bet. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing uh, just feels like living the dream, really, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. And 
Don't An- another <laughs> aspect, like you said, like the vertical thing, like uh, an- another uh, business that you run is regarding equipment for cultivating That's right. uh, weed. So, uh, yeah, that was my first company, Canagrow, Canagrow Technology. Mm-hmm. So so ha- have you found that like more people are investing in? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you must have had an increase in outreach from these people. Mm. Um, so, I mean, just after legalization, the revenues on that company spiked like 400 percent. Wow. Pretty much. Um you know, there were there was a lot going on. Yeah. A lot of people investing in a lot of different equipment. Um, it's slowed down a little bit now because I think the market is consolidating a little bit. But I'm anticipating that as more and more uh, as like uh, the information about Thailand's legalization continues to spread around the world, mm-hmm. more and more entrepreneurs are gonna try and enter Lock. the market. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just happening across the board in, in kind of like every segment within the cannabis market here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think the growth is going to continue strong. It's a bit Wild Westy right now, right? Like, there's it a is. lot of dispensaries shopping. That's that's probably why you have an advantage over a lot of your competition, because you're not just relying on other suppliers. That's right. You yeah. are the supplier. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. That gives so, you a big advantage. I, I am the danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like that. But, mm. you know, from, from the start, um, I guess... The, the the vision was to kind of like tackle uh, different verticals in the market. Mm-hmm. And so with with legalization, I mean, pre-legalization, it started at the equipment, right? Um, mm-hmm. And consulting services and stuff. And now that everything else has opened up, it's just been opening up uh, one company after the next to, to tackle different segments in the market. Cool. Um, yeah, it is a bit of a Wild West type environment here mm-hmm. at the moment i mean i think that's also what what's fueling the growth mm-hmm. um because yeah. kind of like there's not much barrier to entry mm-hmm. and a lot of people from all over the world i mean you know cannabis is something people are very passionate about so um if they find out i mean people love thailand in general anyways too so if, if you're telling entrepreneurs around the world that love cannabis that they can now pretty much go do a cannabis business in thailand mm-hmm. it it's pretty attractive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that makes sense. So let's let's talk a little bit about cannabis sales. Obviously, I think uh, in 2023, we, we you know, there was like a little bit of a law change and stuff. So with the whole Wild Wild West, a lot of people opening dispensaries and stuff. I'm not quite sure if sales have increased or decreased with the added competition. But it was also like, for example, you can't have lounges anymore so before Mm. you could open your dispensary you invest in like a nice lounge or a nice dispensary people could come in and smoke within the dispensary that was nuts man because so many people built that into their business right that's part of the model right we want people to stay here and enjoy and buy drinks and do that stuff and now all of a sudden gone so so a lot of money disappeared there is that true like you can't have a lounge anymore Mm. within Uh, the premises i mean technically yeah technically you're not allowed to have uh cannabis be smoked on the vicinity that it's purchased just um and yeah i think the i think the thought process behind a lot of people investing into those Mm. lounges in the beginning was that the uh the government regulation was essentially don't smoke in public right Mm -hmm. at the very at the very beginning um everything else was kind of open to discussion so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean when we launched our our shops too like we we were allowing smoking on site in where you purchase um but yeah i mean that's just the name of the game here at the moment. You have to keep ahead of the curve and know what is and isn't allowed and kind of navigate the waters. 
Mm-hmm. And how's the competition? Or I mean, like obviously, it's like now it's like everywhere, right? I mean, yeah. you have to be you have to be honest in the sense that every hundred meters you go, especially in like areas like Aso and all this, honestly, there's nuts. probably more yeah. more cannabis shops than Seven Elevens. Yeah, now at this point. yeah, <laughs> we, we, it feels like it, <laughs> which yeah. is a very every big, corner already. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So then, like, uh, so let's get to a couple of these questions then, yeah. Yeah. Um, because there there were some good ones in here that are directed towards you. Yeah. So, uh, quickly, so. PG Santa. Yep, yeah. That's what I was doing. So, yeah. um, are you noticing any large companies entering the market, or is it going to be mainly dominated by small businesses? Um. So I think there's bigger and bigger players coming into the market. You mm-hmm. know. Um. The thing is, everybody has different strategies coming in. So. I think some are coming with their brand, others are doing new brands here, mm-hmm. um, and and some are even looking at uh, acquisition type strategies and stuff. But uh, there there is, I mean, other than cookies coming here and opening, right? There, I saw I don't think there's, that was huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other ones that are pretty well known, like Swede Dreams. They're here. I think they have a uh, hotel in one of the islands right now. Mm. I think might be got Samui or. Chang or, or something like that um, but there's a pretty there's quite a few big names you know that mm-hmm. have come from Europe and stuff like that I mean Royal Queen Seeds is here uh, in by, you, by, you by know, franchise that's but. another fascinating thing about it the whole industry is so new it's not like there's a lot yeah. of established brand names yeah. or anything like yeah, that. yeah exactly even so. on a global scale basically there's not too too many brands that right. are kind of like just recognized across the board there's no coca-cola yeah, of yeah. cannabis Basically, something yeah. like that I mean, yeah probably the closest that comes to it would be cookies i would well, say mm-hmm. well here's a great question from one of our members clive walker he says is there any concern that a new government could put mary jane back on the narcotics list mm-hmm. um Ooh. i think like there's always there's always that chance i guess you know and there's always and with with that always being a potential probability there is reason to be concerned about it. But again, whether or not this is just my personal stance yeah. on, on or my thoughts, but like I reckon it's not gonna be put back on the narcotics list. The cat's out of the bag, yeah. right? Yeah, like, I think yeah. again, personally, just seeing how much activity there is, again, like having different companies uh, in different segments of the market, I get, I get like a bit of data feedback Mm-hmm. Um, from all the different kind of sectors, in a way, um, and there's just there's just tons and tons of money being invested into the industry here now, mm-hmm. and again, just interest from all over the world, and I think everybody could agree as well that it acted it acted as a catalyst on this uh, bounce back, you know, the economy. For as sure. As soon as they legalized cannabis, it was just like tourists flocked here. Yeah, there's no Pretty way that's not having an impact. Day. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, hotels were booked. Yeah. Full through high season, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I think there's no shadow of a doubt that cannab- like legalizing cannabis was a catalyst to the economic recovery here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think I think the government can can obviously see that. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be a totally new uh, way for the government to generate you know, revenues. It, it's the same so. thing that governments all around the world have been learning, right? Like, yes. if it's illegal, the money's going into black markets Pretty and escaping. Much, yes. It's the economy. If you yeah. legalize if it, it's legalized, at least it can. It's businesses. Yeah. It's jobs. Exactly. It's tax revenue. That's so right. Thailand has figured that out the same way many countries are figuring it out. Yeah. The dominoes are falling, right? Thailand's the first in Asia. Yeah. It's definitely not and the last. It's, it's quickly, it's yeah. quickly becoming, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. I would say already, uh, it's it, on a global scale, it's already putting itself on the map oh, yeah. with uh, 
I think part of why that is is basically because it is so lax here regulatory yeah. wise compared to the other countries that have legalized. It's just fueling the growth like it's on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, people from everywhere coming in. Whereas, like for example, if you wanted to do a cannabis business in North America, like California, or mm-hmm. it's just it'll be super difficult. You need the amount of capital you need right. just to buy the licenses, like mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Talking about those barriers to entry, right? Yeah, exactly. a lot higher there. Yeah. Whereas, like you here, just register on an app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much That's exactly. It. Yeah, here for a farm, you register <laughs> on an app. <laughs> And uh, if you want to sell it, you know, it's just like a tobacco license, right? You open up a shop, you do it, go through the proper uh, application process. And yeah, dude, it's almost easier to sell than alcohol. Like it, at the moment, almost. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah, yeah at you're the right. Moment. But again, I think those I think the regulatory forces will come in stronger and stronger. Catch up. And, yeah. you know, I think it's something that's needed in the market, too. Um, Again, always to protect the customer, but mm-hmm. also to ensure that the uh, the benefits of operating the cannabis businesses in Thailand actually benefit Thailand and Thai people. Right. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of great aspects in the market that... So, you know that's classic yeah. Thailand yeah. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about like so, so there are there are a lot of people opening up these dispensaries and stuff mm. like is everyone respecting the competition in the sense that like are people either price gouging or like reducing their prices like are people behaving themselves is my question um well I would say it is a little bit cutthroat out there yeah at the moment just because of yeah. how many people are in the market how do you differentiate yourself with like hundred dispensaries in your soy yeah, exactly especially if um, the customers don't even know what's good and bad yeah. too right exactly. like I think there's yeah, that yeah. too that that is true yeah mm-hmm. so just branding yeah <laughs> it's all about yeah, the branding I mean, it's important man. you know it's a retail business at the Indeed. end of the day too yeah. so your shop's got to be like well have good locations and mm-hmm. You know, there's a bit of like uh, consumer psychology that goes into making a, a good shop, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the buzz around uh, the big C is not going to go anywhere soon. Uh, soon. So, you're you've got your own farm. You've got equipment that you sell so that people mm. can uh, grow weed themselves. And then you've got your dispensaries from one to four. Now you have right. You have yeah. When yeah. you came here first time, you had one. You were opening your second. Now you have four dispensaries. Yeah. What are your plans for 2023? Um. So I'm. You know, steadily growing all the businesses uh, that are in the different verticals. Um, we're expanding 420 to Phuket um, nice. and Pattaya as well. Mm-hmm. We should have our first shops open there in the next one to two months. Okay. Uh, the Phuket shop's been a little bit slower than we anticipated, but that's that's okay. You know, get it done right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're actually gonna be like off of the island so like Phuket's one is not on Phuket Island it's just off the island it's so like it's on further north or oh it's like a pri- like a private island a little bit it's gonna be yeah on Padilla as well yeah it's not in Padilla but off of yeah. Padilla yeah um just trying yeah. to find corners in the market where you can yeah basically and creep you in, know yeah. we're just kind of executing the expansion plan for 420 yeah. I mean we're also looking at Ari at the moment too okay. so hopefully get one up there I have a quick, I have a quick question from one of our Tiger elites, Mojo eighty two. He says, um, <laughs> he actually commented, "I'm pretty sure the weed in the joint I got passed last Sunday night was not in the legal strength. Effed me up." <laughs> <laughs> no, which got me to ask, is there? I think he might be referring to the zero point two percent, but or, or or I don't know, is there like a 
percentage, like how strong a wheat strain can be? Uh, at the moment, no. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. There's no limit, right? There's it definitely no effed you up, Joe. Uh, like how yeah, strong so, the So legally, they can mess you up. Okay. So normally, they're what, like 20 to 30%? Uh, I mean, usually, I would probably say the average cannabis is actually more maybe around like the 17, 18%, okay. which is already relatively high. Um, anything above 20%, yeah, is going to start getting you right. I, yeah, there's stuff around that goes up to 30%. Yeah. Like, uh, I, that feels like diminishing returns. Yeah, I just don't want to feel my yeah. body for four hours. Yeah, yeah, escape or reality. Or <laughs> 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 it's kind of funny. All right, man. So uh, here we go. So. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want more information, uh, you can uh, on uh, on the growing technology. You've got can so your company is called Canagrow Technology. Yeah, Canagrow so Technology. Then you've got Cultivate. Yeah, that's right. Cultivate, which and does uh, wholesaling flowers to dispensaries. That's right. And then uh, uh, the brand uh, that's associated with Thai is Four Twenty. You might have mm. probably seen their dispensaries around. Uh, Bangkok. Uh, but yeah, Ty, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Yeah, thanks, yeah, man. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, rest assured that if there are any updates on uh, the big green, I know not everyone indulges and not everyone is happy about, oh, there's a lot, but uh, mm -hmm. who knows what's going to happen in Thailand. Anything is possible. Yeah. We're hoping we're just for the good. Yeah, happening. we're hoping for the good. <laughs> uh, any last comments, Ty? Um, not particularly, to be honest. Other than <laughs> go, to, go to 420. That's yeah. it. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, in, enjoy life. Work hard. Yeah. Live it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode. Uh, for the full news stories and more, once again, uh, you can visit us on thetiger.com. As for now, we wish you a great St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's. Have a ha yeah, happy St. Patty's. Are you doing opening night? Today? Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, FYI, if you're in Bangkok and you're near the Bangkok Comedy Club, mm -hmm. uh, one Alex Latour is going to be doing uh, stand-up today. I yeah. got five minutes tonight. He's got a five-minute set, his first time. Uh, so show some love if you are going to the Bangkok uh, mm -hmm. Comedy Club uh, this evening. Mm. And, uh, yeah, check check out his Hope set. See you there. Good, good luck in that. Thank you Have very much. Have a great St. Patrick's Day. We'll see you live uh, again on Monday morning. Until then, take care. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks uh, so do. much, Ty. Thanks, Thanks for everyone. coming on. Thanks, Ty. See you guys.